Welcome to the Classic Holdup Podcast, where we analyze media from the past. Each episode features a different host that brings a fresh take on a film, TV show, video game, or music album of their choice. What can we discover? Do old favorites have a shelf life? Will the classics hold up? Welcome back to another episode of the Classic Holdup. I'm your host, Jason Brez. I'm a junior here at Michigan State University. And today I will be talking about the 1992 film, My Cousin Vinny. My Cousin Vinny is a comedy film directed by Jonathan Lynn and stars Joe Pesci, Ralph Macchio, Marissa Tomei, and Fred Gwynn. It's inspired by a, the story of a lawyer who failed his bar exam. So the movie takes place in a small town in Alabama and follows the story of two young teenagers who are accused of murdering a convenience store clerk. They are, however, innocent of the crime, but with limited resources at their disposal, they are forced to either take one of two options take a lawyer that the state has provided for them or enlist the help of one of the defendant's cousins, Vinny. As soon as Vinny gets the call from his cousin that he needs help, him and his longtime fiance, Mona Lisa, pack their things and swiftly rush off to Alabama to their aid. However, Vinny's courtroom inexperience is still very apparent as he quarrels with the judge multiple times throughout this movie even to the point where his legal credentials are brought into question. And as I just explained, Vinny failed the bar exam and is technically not allowed to legally practice law. Vinny and the judge, through a series of hijinks, eventually managed to allow Vinny to defend his cousin in the trial. But as the trial goes on, it is more and more apparent that the evidence is insurmountably stacked against these two young teenagers, and it seems as though they are going to lose. However, Vinny's fiance, Mona Lisa, eventually finds a gaping hole in the case and breaks it open, and Vinny takes it from there and eventually proves the cousin's innocence. So when I first saw this movie, I would have been about 15, 16 years old, and it was incredibly funny to me then as a young teenager and is still funny to me in my early 20s, and I imagine I will find it funny probably until the end of my days. It is very apparent as to why it was nominated for so many comedy awards in its time. Joe Pesci and Marissa Tomei's chemistry on camera is unbelievable. Throughout the movie, they are constantly arguing with each other as an old married couple would, which has the added element of comedy, of comedic value to it, because obviously they are, you know, not yet married. But it just, it really makes all those scenes that are taking place outside of the courtroom just as interesting as the high stakes scenes in the courtroom. And it really keeps you locked in from start to finish. Joe Pesci's chemistry with the judge, played by Fred Gwynn, is also unbelievable. 
as they are another duo that constantly butts heads throughout the movie and once again makes those high-stakes tense situations in the courtroom have another layer of comedy underneath them that keep things both intense but lighthearted at the same time. discuss my cousin Vinny with me today is Alex Bush. How we doing? Uh, now, Alex, uh, just uh, give a little background on yourself. Uh, where'd you go to school? Yep, so I am a recent graduate of Northwood University uh, here in Michigan, local college to the Michigan area. Uh, I do have, I did see my cousin Vinny uh, as a teenager as well. Probably, yeah, around 16, 17. Great movie. Big fan of Joe Pesci. Like a lot of his work. Uh, other than that, more about me. Uh, student athlete. Uh, now now a young professional working in finance. So, uh, yeah, my uh, my uh, 9 to 5 right now is, is what takes up most of my time. And other than that, I, I like to talk about movies and, and, uh, and pop culture and stuff like that. First question that uh, I have up for us is, uh, I mean, how do you think uh, how do you think the content was viewed on initial release? On initial release, you know, it's hard to tell because you look back at a lot of these movies and you don't you think you know you think of like Batman coming out today, it's like a very like theatrical movie, like it's on the IMAX screen, like it's just hard to kind of picture what it was like in the movie theater, you know, and how it's perceived by the audience so but so i don't know that it was like an instant like an instant hit in in theaters you know i don't i don't know what your opinion is on it though with a budget of 11 million my cousin vinny was pretty successful grossing 52 million just over 52 million domestically and uh a little over 11 million internationally so total 64 million for an 11 million dollar budget and obviously like you said you know it's it's not a flashy action movie. It was not very high budget. Of the eleven million, I'm sure a lot of it was just purely Joe Pesci's salary. But they must have cashed out on that, though. Yeah, no, that uh, I mean that profit margin is you know fifty three million. Yeah. So fifty three million is quite a lot. Um, so I I I think it was it was received pretty well upon initial release, and then also. Uh, I also mentioned earlier it was nominated for you know several comedy awards, and as well as uh, Marissa Tomei was nominated and won uh, best supporting actress at the Academy Awards. Knew that. Yep. So I would say, yeah, I'm in agreement there that it was received pretty well upon initial release. Just looking at all the awards it won and the profit margins of the movie yeah i knew about the awards i didn't know i didn't know that the movie made that much money though that's very i wonder you know i'd be curious well when, when, when the movie come out again 80 1992 oh 92 okay so i'd be curious what some other numbers were i mean 92 like you're thinking like titanic was 95 
obviously a much different film, but also won a lot of awards. So I'd be curious as to see what uh, you know what kind of numbers those movies put up to put it in comparison. Because yeah, not really like a a blockbuster type film, I would think, but but definitely a yeah def- definitely a classic nowadays. I mean, you said it uh, it is a classic nowadays, um, but. You know, you don't hear it really talked about that much as one of the all-time, you know, like great movies. Or I mean, even just talked about in general. I feel like it's not mentioned that much. And maybe, you know, it was only released in 92, so maybe it hasn't had time to, you know, grow on people as much. Um, but, yeah, you just, you really don't, it doesn't seem like it aged as well as it should have in terms of, you know, how well it was received at the time versus, you know, how many people cherish that movie now right yeah you know yeah like i said i think you know you have like some movies that are obviously classics but they were blockbusters at the time you know like you know like i brought up titanic titanic was a blockbuster movie in the 90s now it's still a classic Mm -hmm. i don't know um you know i don't know that it was that kind of block type of blockbuster movie back then in the 90s like some of those other things you know i'm trying to like or like uh you know die hard that was in the 80s i think yeah definitely in the 80s but blockbuster type movie back then still popular now so yeah it's kind of hard to you know you don't have that kind of like it's like a because some of those movies are like kind of like the identity of the 80s identity of the 90s you think about some of those things because they were blockbusters back then so they're remembered you know they're remembered for a lot longer and a lot um you know people have really good memories of the movies uh and you know hold them in a higher regard maybe compared to a movie like this that maybe wasn't as as much of a blockbuster uh so it's not not kind of, it's not looked back looked back upon in the in the same light as as some of those other movies that were kind of the identity of their of their eras so to go off that, how do you think it would do in this era if released today? You know, that'd be interesting. I think that comedy comedy movies are definitely definitely nothing like uh, My Cousin Vinny, the ones that you see come on today. Like with, I mean, comedy movies. I think Kevin Hart. Um, I guess I mean Dwayne Johnson's in a lot of comedy movies. Coincidentally, with Kevin Hart. Um, I'm trying to think of some other uh, popular, you know, comedy artists that star in movies, but definitely, definitely a lot. Uh, the style of those movies is a lot different compared to my cousin video. My cousin video. I think that the humor is much, uh, much more nuanced and kind of, kind of based upon like the Joe Pesci character and Marissa Tomei's character. Uh, definitely some a lot of situ a lot of situational humor though in it too, you know you think like the whole premise that he has no he has no courtroom experience and this leads to um, you know like you talk about the the quarreling with the judge there's a lot of back and forth there uh, that's that's kind of more situational comedy he's kind of trying to dodge dodge the judge the whole time um, you know as he's trying to research his background and then so I think I think that's something you don't see as much of in movies now in comedy movies nowadays you have a lot of like you know like the Kevin Hart movie like ride along it's a lot it's more just like kind of jokes here and there 
and uh, kind of like quick jabs as opposed to situational comedy, which I think is, but and that's kind of like a, an, an era thing. You go back to like Seinfeld and stuff. Seinfeld, like a lot of situational comedy. Obviously, it's sitcom, a lot of jokes too, but, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts on that. Maybe you, maybe you have a different take. My thoughts on it more were just with the way that cinema is today. You think about the movies that make it big, the movies that get marketed heavily. Um, most of them are, you know, high budget action flicks. Mm-hmm. And not to say that it couldn't make it, but I just think that with the way that people enjoy movies today, yeah, I don't think it would meet that criteria as much in terms of action. Now, like I said, there are some, you know, fairly intense scenes in the courtroom, but I think that. You know, nothing compared to, to you know what you see. Like I mean, like, you think about yeah, like like Ride Along. I mean, that's still, like that's actually an action movie, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's comedy action. It's like both. Yeah. Whereas like this movie, not. And that, that's that's another like back to like the eras. You know, it's just like you like Die Hard action movie, but not a comedy. You know, you then you have comedies like this, not an action movie at all. And nowadays, like yeah, it is like you said, it's everything's kind of is action in some regard. You know. Right. Yeah. Man, so I don't know that it would have necessarily satisfied that criteria had it uh, had it been released today. Mm-hmm. But also that uh, that courtroom intensity, mm-hmm. like you said, the time period courtroom movies were very popular back then. You think about you know like a few good men, yeah, yep. um, you know even cop movies like CSI, yeah, um, Miami like Vice said, in the 80s. Miami Vice, Die Hard, Die Hard all stemming um, Mission Impossible came out in the 90s. I think Mission Impossible. Yeah, and I don't want to say that they all stemmed from you know the OJ trial. But the OJ trial was the first time where I feel like mainstream America was really paying attention to, yeah. you know, the courtroom. Spar- yeah, sparked the interest. And sparked all these, all this media based around the courtroom. Yeah. And that has since died off. So not to say that it couldn't be successful today, but mm-hmm. I just think that... It's a little cheesy nowadays. Yeah, that courtroom... Yeah. That courtroom situation is more stereotype and more cliche Mm -hmm. yeah cliche is probably the better word more cliche than it was back then although one thing about this movie though they uh they did try to make it very uh like i think the guy who like produced it or something had a law degree they they tried to make it very um very accurate in terms of the portrayal of of court proceedings that's fair i do yeah i i do agree that the court proceedings in the movie are accurate and they have that going for it against you know a few good men or another is that right a few good men not not an accurate court portrayal uh don't accuse me of saying that but okay, okay. but i know uh, there are a few inaccuracies and in a few good men i always thought that movie was pretty official so i mentioned that my cousin Vinny isn't necessarily talked about as much today and you chalk that up you know a little bit to just the way the time period is now it wasn't you know a movie of its generation Mm. but people still think it's a good movie Mm. so do you think that it could potentially be you know forgotten in the future or do you think people will hold on to it that's interesting i think the one thing that will keep it 
always circulating and you know and keep people watching as uh, as time goes on is definitely i think joe the the characters in it joe pesci um and even marissa tomei i mean obviously two very famous actors you know pesci very very iconic actor and um i mean in that movie but also but he has you know probably more infamous roles uh like in goodfellas as i i don't remember the name of his character but uh i mean that's a all-time character in goodfellas Re- i mean even like recently that uh that irishman movie uh he plays one of the the mobsters in that so definitely pesci or i mean home alone too home alone's all that's a classic you know that's always gonna be watched um so pesci's no, in that so I, I think definitely pesci's character will help the movie live on along and also marissa tomei um she probably doesn't have i mean she has some famous roles i mean really the movies i've seen her in like the adam sandler movie that rom-com anger management with uh jack uh jack nicholson no, yeah, yeah. I mean, for Spider-Man, for so. Marissa Tomei specifically, I mean that that was her, you know, breakthrough role, and she'll always she'll always have that for her. Right. But, but I mean, those, those characters are gonna be what's bring, what brings people back to watching it. I think. Well, to go off that though, do you think that, like I said, that's Marissa Tomei's breakthrough role? She'll always have that. I mean, you listed off a lot of great Joe Pesci movies. Do you think that this one could be one that gets lost in the shuffle because he just does have so many other great movies? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. This uh, definitely one of his funnier movies, though. You know, Pesci's like that angry Italian guy. Uh, so, and he, I mean, like this role was really what um, you know, really that kind of role that he could um, expound on on those characteristics that he likes to play in his movies. And I think uh, it really illustrates those qualities, um, you know, the best in this movie. So I think definitely uh, the funny, or, you know, one of the funnier, if not the funniest uh, movie that he has made. So I think that's definitely going to bring people back. You know, they want, they want to see funny, funny Joe Pesci, even like Goodfellas, you know, he is like, he's like this hothead crazy guy. There's a bunch of, you know, he, he like kills a kid and like, acts like it's no big deal. Um, so I think that definitely the, the comedy aspect of Pesci, that's going to help the movie live on for a long time. I think. What do you think about the PC political correctness side of my cousin Vinny? Because there are a couple, at least one scene that comes to mind. Um, obviously, they use one of the attorney provided by the state yep. has a terrible stutter. Oh, yeah. And that plays into part of the reason that they don't choose him as their attorney. Right. But also, at the same time, it does you know mock the guy who has a stutter. Mm-hmm. And in today's world... I mean, what do you think? Do you think something like that would be would turn people off at the theater to it? You know, they kind of, you know, think that was inappropriate. I don't know. I mean, people, yeah, you never know how people are going to get offended these days. Um, I don't know that it's just, I don't know that it'd be something that really, uh, I guess more kind of like I talked about situational humor. Uh, you know, you think about like, I mean, if it was a, uh, if it was a NASCAR drive, if it was, if it was uh, Talladega Nights and they had like a a blind guy driving a NASCAR, like that'd be funny still, you know, it wouldn't be. I mean, that's just kind of, that's not a profession that you can be in if you can't see. And like, you know, being in the courtroom is not really a profession you can be in if you can't talk. So sure. I think, uh, I think, it, I don't think it, 
it'd be it'd have too many political correctness type of uh it wouldn't it wouldn't really catch much flack still these days i don't think that's, that's fair Jenny Chow. My name is John Hart. My name is Sophie Shirley. When I complete my degree, I want to work in the audio industry. I want to work in the movie industry. I want to work for National Geographic and travel the world. My name is Jenny Chow. My name is John Hart. My name is Sophie Shirley. And, and I am ComArtSci. Start your journey at comartsci.msu.edu. So here I have uh, a few questions from from our audience to answer specifically about my cousin Finney. Uh, first up, would Marissa Tomei win an Oscar for her performance? Should the movie be released today? What do you think about that? That's interesting. I think she'd she'd be up for the nomination. I think for sure. Um, you know, because like it is a character. I guess she she's from New York, but she definitely um, I, I don't know if, it was, if the words exaggerate, but she uh, em- embellishes like the New York accent mm-hmm. and the the Italian kind of uh, ge- uh, gestures and mannerisms uh, really well. So I and I mean also also very funny in the movie. She definitely definitely kind of makes definitely makes the flick kind of brings it all together. Um, in uh, in combination with Pesci, so I think that she'd uh, she'd definitely be up for I don't know what I don't know what what was the award she was best supporting actress best supporting actress yeah best supporting actress that's what she won yeah I mean definitely you see though those kind of those kind of awards being won in definitely more serious movies lately no you're right I don't know if the Academy would look at a, a comedy shrewd comedy like My Cousin Vinny yeah and say Marissa Tomei deserves this. that award yeah. Or, I mean, I I hope she would win it again because, I mean, like we've been saying, she's a vital part of what makes that movie so funny. I mean, her interactions with Joe Pesci, the, yeah. the deer scene where yeah. she's talking about, you know, if if you were a deer, you know, out yeah. taking a drink out of a stream and a hunter came along and shot you in the head, would you care what his pants were wearing? I mean, that's a great scene. <laughs> it's a great quote from her. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, even still, even though it was a long time ago, definitely a testament to her for winning the award uh, mm-hmm. in a movie like that. Yeah, you're right. So next up, um, what if Robert De Niro played the character of Vinny? And I'm sure this stems from... I heard this. The, the studio originally had Robert De Niro in mind yeah. to play the character Vinny. What would that movie be if Robert De Niro played Vinny? Well, I'm thinking about De Niro comedies, and I'm thinking Meet the Fockers. Flockers. Yep, yep. I'm thinking what else? Yeah, that movie with Zac Efron, the Grandpa movie. That was like yeah, with recent. Aubrey Plaza. Can't remember the yeah, name. Yeah, it. it's like Bad Grandpa or Dirty Grandpa or something. I think it was Dirty Grandpa. I think that was it. And then I mean, I'm trying to think of other comedy. Really, is Meet the Fockers the one? I mean, 
but his comedy really isn't like uh, yes, yeah, see, shrewd, loudmouth. It's more uh, cool, calm, collected. Yeah, well, I think his the style actually may, might fit the movie. Like his kind of, uh, you know, like you, Meet the Fockers is a little bit. I don't want to say it's like them, but it, you know, kind of the demeanor of the characters and the comedy is very, very again, very situational, um, very ironic, which is kind of how I would describe a lot of the My Cousin Vinny stuff. But to be honest, I don't find De Niro that funny, even in, even in Fockers. I'm, I'm not a huge Ben Stiller guy either, but I don't, I don't find, uh, I don't find De Niro, you know, all that funny most of the time. So definitely. I mean, definitely Pesci was a guy for the role, but uh, and you know, also, I mean, I guess I don't know how old he would have been back then. Are him and Pesci similar age? I think Pesci is slightly older, but I don't think it's significant. Not significant. Oh, Pesci's older, really. I I want to say just looking at I mean, the I Irishman it. that came out not too long ago with Pesci. I mean, Pesci seems he old. looked old in the. I mean, he looked like old sack of dirt in the. But I think. Uh, I, I I mean I always pictured De Niro as like an old I mean he's just like old you know forever yeah so it's hard not to but um no I, yeah definitely definitely wouldn't have been the same movie De Niro maybe could have done it but you got the he doesn't really have the New York thing either I don't know definitely definitely not definitely not De Niro couldn't uh, couldn't pull it off like Pesci that's fair. All right, well, it is now time to discuss whether or not this content holds up. Whether or not it would be the same, better or worse as it is today. Oh, today? Yeah. Like if the movie was to come out today? Sure. Okay. You know, I mean, obviously the film quality, a low budget film, film quality, you know, it might, it definitely, young, like younger people especially, you know, like kids would not catch their eye, wouldn't, they wouldn't give it a chance, I don't think. Just cause you know, it's not 1080 HD on an IMAX camera. But, um, but definitely the comedy is still, still would hit with, if you're 20 year, I mean, yeah, if you're 20 years or older, comedy is definitely still gonna hit with you, with that crowd, especially, you know, older people. But yeah, the 20 and under crowd, I don't think, uh, I don't think they'd, They'd really find it all that funny or um, or entertaining just uh, just because how you know how how the movie was made um, low budget film no act like we talked about no action so I don't think uh, and you know yeah the situational I mean not I don't want to say it's out of style but um, you know it's not something that you see a lot anymore and doesn't pander to the to the younger younger type people uh, you know teenagers really. So I, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think. No, I don't think it would be very successful today. I certainly hope it would be as successful today. Definitely, yeah. And I think it does have that potential because, like I mentioned earlier, the the courtroom does have the potential to replace that need for action in today's cinema. True. true. But I do agree with you to some degree that I don't know if it would because, like I said courtrooms are more of a cliche i think mm-hmm. you mentioned that uh they're more of a cliche in today's movies yeah and so it might just people might look at it and be like oh it's just you know another one of those Ooh. movies whereas well, i mean i i look at action movies that way now so that's what right. i'm saying i certainly would hope that i will say that up. the movie though is not 
it's at least it's not based around um you know the premise of the courtroom that's fair it's more based around joe pesci and marissa tomei it's more based around the interactions with the people but like but like you say a lot of movies today kind of operate under that assumption that's how a lot of them are it is like you know um i'm trying to think of an example uh like we talked about ride along the whole movie's based around the ride along i guess you know a little bit really the interaction between ice cube and uh kevin hart maybe but it's not definitely not the same compared to you know what that movie was in terms of where the where the comedy's coming from in the in the and the substance of the of the movie well correct me if i'm wrong here but i think that we've come to the conclusion that this would not hold up at least not as well as the movie would like to hold up well you know i think it depends on who you talk to but definitely i think it it is a, it is a timeless movie but just not for not for kids isn't it, it isn't but definitely um you know for our generation everyone i'm mean, definitely a timeless movie always a classic uh you know something that everybody everybody will want to watch for for as uh you know as long as they can all right well alex i want to thank you for coming in today uh it's been a pleasure discussing uh one of my favorite movies and i'm sure one of your favorite movies today Most definitely um appreciate you for having me it was a lot of fun talking i am this has been another episode of The Classic Holdup. Find The Classic Holdup on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us at Audio Video Land for updates, teasers, and behind-the-scenes content of all Audio Video Land productions. The Classic Holdup is an Audio Video Land production by digital storytelling students of Michigan State University in collaboration with Impact 89FM.